Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. We are real friends who like to talk about real life. And later in the podcast, we're going to talk about splurges and saves, the places in which we're savers and the places in which we're spenders. And one of us considers like ourselves way far on one end of the spectrum. And we have some thoughts about that. But first... I love how you I, let me stop you there. I love how you have just stolen the Julie Chen butt first as your own. <laughs> you guys, me. it's what? Julie Chen Moonves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead with your butt first. Listen, guys, this episode is available as a video <laughs> podcast on Patreon. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, congratulations, you get it. If you're not, guess what? You still can be. And this video will be sitting there waiting for you. If you'd like to see us coming at you live from our closets. We also have coming later this month, a Easter candy taste test video. I have a whole bag of stuff right here that we're digging into. <laughs> and you get access to last month's content. So you're like getting in at a good time if you're not already a Patreon subscriber. Subscriptions start at $3 a month. If you want free stuff from us, just like this podcast is free, you can go to our website, meganandwendy.com. That's where you can find all the show notes for this podcast, but it's also where you can find tons of original content. Wendy just went to town on a post all about what to expect when Disneyland reopens. And I can yeah. only imagine how long it took her to dig into that information. So hours. <laughs> it's all in one place for you. Plus, there's lots of Easter content over there. Lots of good stuff over there. Where else are we? We're on Facebook. Long story shorties. And we just launched a fun fitness. I say in air quotes. <laughs> it's like, for me, the whole motivation is get up. Just just do something. Move. I'm not trying to train for a half marathon. I'm just trying to not sit all day long. And unfortunately, like I'm sitting right now and I'm watching people charge ahead of me in the challenge. <laughs> oh, open up the app and you can see who's in the lead. And it's not me. I can tell you. That. <laughs> I got to see. All right. All right. Keep talking. So if you'd like to join our Facebook, you don't have to join the quote fitness challenge to be in the group. Just come in, chat with us. Long story shorties. And of course... Finally, we are on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS, which stands for long story short. Um, I'm going to have to look for that later because I'm obviously my watch. I can't don't know how it works. I've had it for a year. Don't know how it works. OK, we want you to send us your emails. We have received a lot of emails over the last couple of days. Um, we like to share them here on the show. So if you want to be the next writer inner shout out totally lame podcast if you know you know um you can email us at megan and wendy at gmail.com megan has a crap ton of emails let's go i do let's start with the first one from sheila and it's about china okay as in <laughs> not the country but the dishes and it says when i was registering for my wedding in 2007 i was the first person in my peer group to get married Everybody else is in college or high school, and I was very uncomfortable with asking these people to pay for China. My boss was from a well-off family in New England, and he was scandalized that I didn't register for any. Fast forward 12 years, and I found most of a 12-place set at Goodwill for $50. It was like 90 pieces, and I made it my primary Christmas gift that year. We pull it out for Easter and Thanksgiving, though. Easter and Thanksgiving mostly, though I used the teacups, some of the platters, for poetry tea time with my kids. 
Oh, that's adorable. It's 100% old lady china, and I love it. I hope my kids look <laughs> back and remember that I tried to make occasions special, and she sent a picture, which I'm going to send to Wendy to include in the show notes, because it's so beautiful, and I love that story. And look, if you missed last episode, I talked about how I have all this china that we don't use. We have seasonal nice dishes that we use regularly, but we don't ever use our china. But part of it is like people spent a lot of money on that for us as a gift for our wedding. Anyway, I'm not going to get back into it. I know Wendy's shrugging like, oh, well. <laughs> okay. I have a couple of notes. My, my, you know, my husband listens to the show. So I do. So we always talk about it after he uh, listens to it. He always has like some sort of feedback or wants to have some discussion. Anyway. Uh, so we were talking about how I wanted to get rid of all the, uh, drinkware in our buffet and he's like no 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 you're not getting rid of that i was like dude we haven't used it in 20 freaking years and he he goes but you never know and i'm like i know that i haven't pulled out one margarita glass in 20 years so i think it can go you know so i couldn't believe he like kind of like pushed fought me on it a little bit i yeah i would i would think he'd be like yeah get rid of it and if you're gonna have like a margarita party just Okay, then go buy glasses at that point, right? I mean, I'm not above a solo cup. I think we talked about this before. Like, I I don't know. I I just, we don't, look, one of the dogs broke a glass by the pool yesterday. So now it's plastic only out in the backyard. I see those silicone wine glasses. Yes, we need something that, yeah, that is not that collection of glasses in our buffet table. All right. We also have an email from Lene, and this email is long, and I'm not going to read all of it. We loved every single second of it, Lene. The second you sent it, I was like, Wendy, open your email. But I want to read a couple things that she said. First of all, she says, so much goodness in your recent podcast. Actually, each one, but this email just covers the past couple of episodes. <laughs> She says, your podcasters, damn it, own it. I love your show. I cleaned up which of my podcasts to subscribe to after I figured out that podcasts are taking up so much storage on my phone. You're one of the about six podcasts I stay subscribed to. I do not follow Dak Shepard. I prioritize you gals. Oh, that's so nice. Um, she says, any thoughts on adding hoodies to your shop? I would buy an approved hoodie. So uh, we're thinking about it, guys. Would you Hell buy yeah. an approved hoodie? Do you want I a would. long story short sweatshirt, a mug? I mean, obviously, I'm going to buy it all. <laughs> I, w- I want a long, st- I want a hoodie that has some sort of, of my branding on it. Yes. Yeah. And people sure. are like, what is that? And then you say, it's my podcast. Yeah. Because I'm a podcaster, damn it. <laughs> Bitch. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. It was a whole Britney moment there. Sorry. <laughs> Wendy, please yeah. get the Vitamix. We honestly use it every day to make smoothies and have had it over 10 years. It does help that we keep it on our counter. It's so easy to clean and so powerful. I ended up accidentally blending one of the shaker coils from a shaker cup as I thought I was ahead of the game by putting the ingredients in the shaker cup the night before, but forgot to remove the shaker ball. <laughs> Wait, so would the Vitamix actually destroy the coil? See, that's the follow-up that I need. Is the Vitamix still <laughs> working and the coil is just yeah. no longer? Yeah. It sounds like she did not destroy her Vitamix. No, but did it, like, totally chew up the coil? That's what I'm so curious about. I'm telling about. you, I told you it could take my podcast microphone and shred it. Yeah. Peloton, I want one, but I know we don't have room. Pauline, who is her sister, uses hers almost every day. I want to roll out of bed and do a workout of my PJs if I want to. Okay. Um, 
This is my favorite part. It says FOMO. Yes, I feel FOMO when I am not in your podcast studio. You're so relatable that I want to fly down and join you in COVID. COVID is over. Not in a stalking way. Hugs to both of you. Lene, we love you. Come down anytime. Lene's awesome. You can come sit in my closet anytime you'd like. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough room to put two of us next to each other, but... Sometimes okay. it smells like damp laundry in my closet. It's not quite the uh, <laughs> dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> Last like night, camera. I walked in here and I was like, is that sweaty gym clothes? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, God, it's going to smell like that tomorrow. So. I know. I kind of want to like burn a candle in here, but there's nowhere to do that. That wouldn't be completely dangerous. But maybe I need like an oil <laughs> diffuser or something. Oh, to... that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Something, something. Um, I have a little bit of feedback on our FOMO episode. Okay. My girlfriend, Kelly, who listens to the show, she's like, I'm not going to email you, so I'm just going to tell you what my thoughts are. And I was like, all right. So she said, and I thought this was so interesting. She said that she does suffer from FOMO, but it's different than ours because ours is like fear of not being included in something, right? Yeah. Hers is... She has fear of missing out on the actual activity or experience that the other people are doing. And I thought that was so interesting because I was like, mm -hmm. you know, like if somebody's going skydiving, she's sad to miss the skydiving. And we just want to be there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we just want to exactly. be in the photos. Exactly. Who is with us and who is with Kelly? Email the show, Wendy at gmail.com. We have a quick programming note. There is no Hallmark bonus episode this week, and we thought we were just going to take that time and reclaim it. But no, no, we have now filled that space with a bonus bonus episode, and we are going to be reviewing the new Hulu documentary, Kid 90. I've watched half of it so far, and oh, oh I've got some thoughts. So, you know what is so funny? I was not feeling well, well, last week, and I had watched the trailer for it, and I was like, kind of bummed me out because two things. One, the real world is has just rebooted, like, their 30th anniversary of mm -hmm. their first season, which I was in high school at that time, which 30 years makes me want to cry inside. That is soul-sucking information. Yeah. Um. But then I watched this trailer of this Kid 90, and it was like all all that teenage feeling. And I was like, because I was a kid in the 90s. So um, I didn't want to watch it because I was like, this is going to make me cry. I don't feel good already. And this is going to make me cry. And I don't I don't even know if it will or not. Like, I don't I don't even know what the documentary is about. So I'm excited to watch it. Other than it has something to do with Soleil Moonfry and she takes a lot of videos. No? Yeah. And it's not a feel-good movie. I'll tell oh, you that. Oh, really? All I'm gonna say, save it for Thursday. But oh, okay. I'll watch. I will watch this afternoon. All right. The Grammys were on last night. Did you watch? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't either. And I didn't even know oh, the Grammys were on until people were talking about it on Twitter. Oh, really? I have two tweets that I have saved that sum up my feelings about the Grammys last night perfectly. Okay. The first Let's one hear. is from Corey at Hey Let's Make Stuff, who says, I am useless at music, trademark, which means that Twitter feels unusually cryptic tonight. And believe me, I can feel that because if anybody is also useless at music, at music it's me. It's, it's one of my key traits. I'm good at a lot of things. I don't know who sings anything. I have, like, no musical knowledge whatsoever. So there's no excitement, like, to see, like, these people win something that you listen to? I mean, every once in a while, but I don't have, like, a deep 
musical appreciation, especially for the current like pop culture. Like, I mean, Taylor Swift, sure. But do I know when people were talking about half of those performances? I was like, I don't even know who that is. Megan Thee Stallion. I know who that is. Okay. (laughs) Cardi B. Do you know these people? Yes. But like, uh, I'm not even going to say the names that I was like, I don't know who that is. Well, listen, Um, I I turned it on last night and we'll read your other tweet here in a second. But I turned it on last night and uh, they were showing somebody who was nominated for like best album. And I think their name was Black Pumas. And I was like, who the hell is that? So I feel you when you say you don't know who these current pop culture people are. Second tweet was... From Heather and Jessica at Thug Girls, who says, it's not that I'm not enjoying the Grammys, but seriously, how is it still going on after three hours and 30 minutes? And that is the point at which I realized I'm so glad I didn't even try. Well, I did turn it on last night because uh, as we were preparing for the show last night, I saw the notes about the Grammys and I was like, well, I hadn't intend to watch it, but I turned it on. One, it was took place in the daytime. Two, it was outside. Three, it looked like a ladies' charity luncheon. <laughs> it was like I didn't small. know any of that. You didn't even turn it on? No. Oh shit! I'm gonna drop a picture. There's got to be a picture on the internet. I'll drop one in our show notes. But it was like little uh, cocktail tables with like two people at each cocktail table, like throughout. They did it like I think it's still called LA Live outside of Staples Center and oh, that yeah. little Microsoft Theater out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you're familiar with the area, right? If you're I've not, I've been to many a concert there. Aside from the fact that I know nothing about music, I actually go to a lot of concerts. <laughs> Your husband drags you to a bunch of concerts. <laughs> Okay, so there's an area outside where they held the Grammys last night, and um, it's called LA Live, and there's restaurants, and it's the Staples Center where the Lakers play, and a Microsoft Theater, which I don't even think it's called Microsoft Theater anymore. Anyway, it's a fun place to visit when it's not a pandemic, so uh, it thought it was a weird choice that they did it there. I mean, how many open outdoor spaces are there in LA that they could do something like that, though? Probably not a lot, but it was so funny because when I did turn it on, I believe Megan the Stallion had won an award and she's giving her like speech and a loud car drives by <laughs> because like Figueroa is right there. And I was like, they didn't close Figueroa like to traffic noise because that would make sense. Right. And so she like reacted. She was like, was that a car? Like it was, <laughs> it was weird, weird. I appreciated that they tried to do some sort of like traditional Grammys presentation, but that's all I saw of it. Let's throw back a little bit. We talked a little bit about our quote fitness challenge that we're doing. We're calling it Shorties Get Moving. And I wanted to talk about the fact that we're, it's just like a close your rings on your Apple Watch challenge. And <clears throat> I took my watch out yesterday to charge it and it was dusty. Mine too. Mine too, friend. And it's completely dead. Yeah, I had plan. I had big plans. I was like, I'm going to get up before the kids every day this morning and go for a walk. Did that happen today? No. Did we oversleep? Yes. It's because the time changed and it was dark at seven o'clock or whatever. Yeah, but I had to get up at six. And I know. It was still dark. Raining. So I need to adjust my plans. I think it's going to be an afternoon walk situation. So it was so funny because I got a new phone. How long ago would you say that was? Uh, two months? Two months ago? Mm-hmm. I took out my watch 
and I had to unpair it from the old phone. Like I had a full like technical setup yesterday because I had to unpair it from one, pair it with the other. I had to Google all this stuff, how to do it. I still think I'm having problems with it. So I need some technical help. Hopefully you can help me off air because <laughs> I want to, I, I want to, you know, I got to get moving. This is basically just a get moving challenge. There's no like winner, right? I mean, there is a winner in the app, but there's no prize. I just need to make it a goal in my day to move more. I feel better when I'm more active. I sleep better. My anxiety ramps down. It's it's all benefits. There's no, like, I'm not in a weight loss place. I'm not talking like that's not what's happening for me. I'm just like, (laughs) I need to move. Okay, so I see your note here. Are you moving in your bike shorts? Uh, Well, I want to. I would like to. I was very excited about them, but I, it's it's we're not in bike short weather yet. We're still in sweats weather. It's rainy. you guys. Megan acts like we live in Minnesota. It's it was a beautiful it's fifty-five weekend. degrees outside right now. That's not bike short weather for a Californian. It's nine twenty-five a.m. <laughs> the high is fifty-seven today. By the way, that's chilly. Oh my God, you guys. Okay, so. Like I told you, my husband listens to this show. He was like, oh, my God, you bought bike shorts. And I said, hell, yeah, I did. Here they are. They came. I'm so excited. And even better, I bought two. So these are the Old Navy ones. If you guys aren't watching the show on Patreon, I'm holding up the bike shorts that that I actually bought. Um, The same ones I bought? So I think so. The first ones are the extra high rise with the eight inch inseam. Yes. Those Um, are the ones I have. And I, okay, I wanted to see, they say these, this is the Old Navy Active Go Dry. I wanted to see Why do they have so many options? Yeah. First of all, Old Navy, don't do that. These are the High Rise Bermuda Go Dry Active Power Soft. How many names can you have? These ones feel different. They feel kind of like compression but they don't say compression on them okay. and i certainly don't want to put compression shorts on because that would be a look Gives um, me a stomach ache anyway this is 77 percent polyester 23 percent spandex i have to tell you that none of that means anything to me like i, I mean, know i know what it is i just don't know how it affects my clothing I know. The only reason I bought two pairs, and I probably, I have not tried them on yet. I will probably return one of them. I just want to make sure that you can't see, like, my bootay. You know, you know, like, leggings when they, sometimes if you bend yes. over, you can see things. These seem pretty um, well-coveraged. I don't know. I've I'm always been it. a fan of Old Navy Active. I think they do a great job at a great price point. I have a ton of their activewear leggings that I, I've been a big fan of them. I think they're well-made, especially for a brand that is inconsistent with with its quality. <gasps> okay, I finished Ginny and Georgia. We talked about it a couple episodes ago, I believe, on our mixed bag chatty episode. Yeah. I could only watch one or two episodes at a time because, like I said, it stressed me out to watch. But <laughs> now that I finished, I need a second season. They leave everything open. There's mm-hmm. no resolution. No, I all. think it's definitely going to come back for a second season. I, I enjoyed it. I still makes me a little uncomfortable but i enjoyed it overall by the way i wanted to say to you congratulations on making it through your first year of a pandemic we have just reached our the anniversary we did it we did it we're still here man and honestly (laughs) i almost said we're thriving i'm not thriving (laughs) however (laughs) however Mm -hmm. i do want to give ourselves credit that we we took like what 
five months. Long story short, went real dark. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't feel like creating content that was like, here, buy these things for your Easter basket when there's nothing on the shelves in the grocery store, right? Like, so right, it took a long right. time to ease back into the kind of content that we do and to feel comfortable doing it. But like, we launched this whole brand new thing. We've committed to it. It's We're like 30 plus episodes in. Yeah. I'm very proud of us. Me too, Megan. And you know what kind of bummed me out the other day? I was thinking about this last year, and I have only seen you in person like three times in the last year. I know, but now you're like almost a week out from your vaccine being fully effective. That means, you know, the CDC says like you can have like contact with someone from a low risk household. And I am a person from a low risk household. Well, hell, I'm coming over. I know. I feel like we're on the up and up. I'm telling you, I've said it for weeks. We are trending in the right direction. Yes. You started listening to a new podcast. I did. Um, Did you ever read Sassy Magazine? Hell yeah. YM. No, specifically Sassy. I know, but I'm just, I was adding another to the mix. I was into the teen magazines. Yes, I read Sassy. Okay, so Sassy existed from 1988 to 1996. And there's a new podcast called Listen to Sassy. And it's hosted by... Tara Ariano, who is the host of one of my favorite podcasts, a 90210 podcast, and like a, it's called Extra Great Hot. They review TV shows. She's one of my favorites. She's very funny. She's very smart. Uh, the other co-host is Pamela Ribbon. And what they are doing, she went and bought every single issue of Sassy on eBay. <gasps> That's amazing. And they are going through each issue per episode so they talk about like the quiz and they talk about like the the uh, you know the lead story or whatever in the magazine and the beauty i don't know they they have it all broken down but it is so funny and it's what i really like about it is that they have like this like uh perspective this look back on this like era Mm -hmm. you know from Mm -hmm. the view of 2021 so i Love it. Did Sassy and YM have like those like reader questions? Like I started my period and then and YM for went... sure did. And YM was known for like having the embarrassing stories section oh, that I God. swear were all made up because it was I'm like sure. my tampon string was hanging out at the pool. Like every single month there was some variation of that. I'm like, seriously, oh, people. I bought the Costco undies, guys. If you're in our Facebook group, we had a conversation. We were talking about underwear a lot. I'm way into my inexpensive multi-pack underwear. And many people in our Facebook group said they buy their underwear at Costco. I've never even looked at underwear at Costco, but I went to Costco last week. Mm-hmm. And Costco right now is like an every three-month excursion. So when I'm there, I go to Costco. And when I was checking out, people had like four things in their cart. I'm like, what is happening? These are people that go to Costco every week that don't need to like have the enormous cart going in anyway one person recommended the felina brand Uh and they are a i saw you just look to your left you have them to show i'm not going to show the underwear i thought i I had the packaging Uh, okay (laughs) well i'll show you the material they're made out of okay okay show you like a full i don't like holding up a full underwear you're like Anyway, it looks like a lot of fabric when you hold up underwear. You know what I mean? But it's like a Pima cotton. Like, do you see this? Do you see? Yeah, it looks... Yeah. It's very comfortable. They are... um, They have a wide waistband. This is the hipster style. They came in a five-pack, multicolors. Although that is one of my beefs with the underwear industry. Like, I want, like, black and nude. Black and nude. That's really the only colors I want my underwear. You don't need, like, bright purple and... 
hot pink dusty pink i'd re- no i need to I like dusty pink. <laughs> i don't want this in the background on my video the entire time so anyways is, is the waistband seamless on that yes it's seamless oh, nice. and tagless they're very comfortable i'm very pleased with them so that is another endorsement for the costco wendy's now i don't know if that's the brand everyone's buying i honestly you know costco is one of those places like you never know what you're gonna get mm-hmm. but they had these and i remember specifically someone recommending that brand so i just whoop dropped it right into my cart and then I like covered it with other stuff because I get embarrassed when I'm buying underwear in a store like that. I have two notes on clothes if I may. First of all, I was I got one of those like Facebook memories pictures come up recently (laughs) like from five years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing the exact same thing. (laughs) I have a signature (laughs) look. Megan, if somebody were to ask you what is Wendy's signature look, what would it be? Uh, boyfriend jeans <laughs> and a V-neck T-shirt. That's it. That is but it. But there's nothing wrong with that. I have worn it for years, years, and I'm ready to, to say goodbye. Break free. Move on from that. So I asked my 13 year old. <gasps> I said, "Can you um curate some new looks for me?" <laughs> I just have no style whatsoever. That's and true. It's it is hard to change what you are drawn to. It's hard. I've tried. I'm not gonna... I just don't love it. I'm sorry. I I can't do it anymore. I have to break away from the boyfriend jean with the rip knee, and I just can't. Can't. I got it. Nope. Look, I can't wear the V neck anymore because I have. I've developed all these like chest lines right here from you need a boob pillow busty you know if you see the video you guys know what i'm doing these chest lines also pillow. yeah what is a boob pillow goes in between your boobs when you sleep so you shut up chest wrinkles shut up i was saying i thought you were thinking like a body pillow that's why i was thinking about what you meant but what is a it boob like you put it in between your boobs it's like a like- it's like a reverse bra. <laughs> it goes in between and like slightly under so that they don't smush together while you sleep. Mm-hmm. Is that going to reverse my chest wrinkles? I mean, it's going to prevent them from forming. Do you have a boot pillow? No. I'm too okay. freaking late. That's one of those things I'm too way too lazy for. Okay. Also, I sleep on my back. So I don't have, like, they, <laughs> they naturally <laughs> distance themselves from each other when you sleep on your back. <laughs> Okay, so here's the other thing I need to talk about with clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up, I uh, have to attend a charity luncheon, mm-hmm. and it has a theme, and we have been encouraged to dress similar to the theme, which would just be like a nice dress or something. I It has triggered every anxiety in me. Like, one, I don't ever wear dresses. Ever. I have cankles. I don't think I look. I feel like a monster in a dress. I think I've talked about this before. So I'm like, can I get away with pants? Will I be breaking the theme? I, it's, I, I'm freaking out about it. One, I think you can wear pants. Two, do you want to be a person who wears dresses? I like the idea of it. I just know what my reality is. Everybody is worthy of wearing dresses. And I think the only way, if you want to be, look, some people don't like dresses. So that's a different thing, right? But if you want to be a people of, 
person who wears dresses, if you are drawn to dresses, I think maybe the only way to be a person who wears dresses is like a little immersion therapy and you have to wear the dress. Right. We'll see. I'll keep you updated. I'm really hoping I don't have to go. (laughs) All right. Talk about your phantom hair before I move on. Oh, my God. The other day when this is when it happened, I can tell you specifically, I dropped that candy off at your house, got Uh in the car and I'm driving and I feel like what is the hair touching my face right here? And I was like, there must be like a hair caught in like my sunglasses. Uh You know, that's happened, right? Something. So I'm like touching my face, touching my face, taking the glasses off, pushing my hair back, like everything. Well, ever since then, I still can feel it. I don't know what it is. I'm positive I'm having some sort of neurological break. Maybe you just have some sort of like nerve in your face that's like, tickling you i can feel it right here i mean i even took out the like uh tinkle razor oh shaved, yeah shaved my face right here because mm-hmm. i thought what if it's like a little baby hair and it's just curled and it's, it's like touching turning in on itself yes it didn't help i am I'm dying. sorry i am dying i don't it's got to be a nerve situation right i'm going to diagnose you guys i have no idea i've diagnosed also, myself with a pinched nerve in my oh. shoulder so i'm afraid that at first i thought is my face just like folding in on itself, and that's why? <laughs> oh my we god! We to take you... a quick break, guys. Yeah, <laughs> take a I, deep breath. I need a moment. Oh, we're gonna be back to talk splurges and saves. <laughs> Longtime podcast listeners know how much we love Celestial Shell for her treasure trove of handmade goodies. We suggest you run. Don't walk to her shop after you finish listening to this episode, of course, to get your hands on her new padded zipper pouches. We can feel it, guys. Travel is on the horizon this year. And you know what you need for travel? You need pouches. You need them for your makeup. You need them for your charging cords. You need them for snacks. You need a pouch for everything. And Celestial Shell has the cutest designs. Use the code LSSFRIENDS15 at checkout at celestialshell.com for a discount. Also, if you don't have a book sleeve, you're going to want one of those too. This episode is brought to you by Home Chef. Megan and I don't agree on everything. Shocker. But we do agree that making dinner can feel like a total chore sometimes. And you guys, I hate making dinner. But enter Home Chef. Easy, delicious meals that arrive right on your doorstep every week or every other week, whatever you choose. They have oven-ready meals if all you have time for is adding the ingredients to a pan and tossing it in the oven. They've extended their $90 off deal through the end of March. Use the link in our show notes and code LSSPOD for access to this amazing offer. In today's podcast episode, we wanted to talk about splurges and saves, the kinds of things that we go like the budget-friendly route on and the kinds of things that we go all in. And I want to first say, Wendy sent me a text yesterday as we were preparing for this episode, and I can cut this out, but I do think it's important to say. Sure. Uh, She was like, I feel like a jerk. Like, I'm realizing I fall into one category on most of these. And I want to say, are you laughing because I changed your word? First of all, what constitutes a splurge and a save for one person versus another isn't the same thing. Like, what I consider a splurge is someone's like, oh, that's my lower end item, right? Sure. Also, 
I don't, let's not, let's, I don't, this isn't like a place for judgment. We're not trying to say that there's one that is more valuable than the other. I just thought it was a fun conversation. So don't go into this like, <laughs> I suck because of whatever reason you've decided. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so with that, do you, uh, do you consider yourself a budget conscious person? Me? Uh-huh. Uh, no. I, it's not because I don't see the importance of it. I'm just not, one, savvy enough, interested enough, uh, dedicated enough to, like, be all on top of, like, sticking to a budget. And I'm sure I will regret that eventually at some point in my life when my husband retires or, <laughs> you, you know. Uh, so... Yeah, but I'm not a totally opposed to a budget challenge. Did you see my note about that? I did see that. That's interesting. Hot tip, folks. We actually do have a budget challenge on our website. We'll link it in our uh, show notes, complete with a free budgeting template that you can just drop your numbers into, and it's just going to add everything up for you. I do consider myself budget conscious, but did not grow up that way. I'm not that way by nature. Um, I didn't live in a house that talked about money ever. My mom Mm -hmm. taught me how to balance a checkbook, but I still didn't really, like, get the value of it. I'm definitely a person who got in trouble in college. Like, I fell into the trap of opening too many credit cards because they were like... Me too. Me too. You know, they get you. They're sitting on that college campus, and they're like, come on over. We'll get you this fancy credit card with your university on it. And yeah, you want that. And then, of course, I also needed the Victoria's Secret credit card, too. Especially when you don't have two dimes to rub together. You're like, hell yeah, free money. Which you think is free money, but... Right. And I didn't have any concept of the consequences of what came with spending that money and then not paying it back. And I took me a long time, quite frankly, to learn that lesson. But I am married to a person who's very frugally minded in most ways. So for years, we nickel and dimed our budget. Like we had a budget spreadsheet in Excel. And like every month I would drop everything in and I would figure out like what we had left in every category and what we were spending. And it worked for us. I mean, we were able we consistently put money in savings and you know, we were able to pay our bills every month. And the month, the bills that came like every six months weren't ever a surprise to us. So it worked in that way. And I have become a person who is aware of our budget, but it took years of training myself to be that way. I admire that, but I also like that sounds so like, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like tedious. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I, I mean, it was. Oh, we still keep a paper checkbook. I mean, I still enter everything on paper. That's bananas to me. <laughs> yeah. And I think it also comes out of necessity. I mean, we have a one teacher paycheck household. And so, you know, there were a lot of years there wasn't extra money beyond the essentials mm-hmm. available to us. Like, there, you know, we would have gotten in trouble if we weren't paying attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's, you know, it was born out of necessity but let's talk about where we spend our money okay how about beauty are you a splurger or are you a saver so i was thinking about this i'm like 60 40 and the 40 is the splurge okay (laughs) uh you know like during the pandemic for some reason i felt like I needed to treat myself. Mm -hmm. So I like ordered all these like high end beauty products online. I'm talking like Chanel moisturizer, like all these like high end things just because I felt like a caged animal and I needed a little worth it. Yes, I get it. Okay. But on the other end, like I have a ton of 
drugstore favorites that I go to over and over again. And I don't see myself like swapping out those lower priced products for a higher one. But there is oftentimes that I do opt for a uh, higher priced item, especially when it comes to like lips or foundation, um, hair products. Those are a lot. (laughs) I'm like, those are a lot of things that I spend money on. But maybe I'm more of the 60 splurge, 40 say. I don't know, Megan. I I don't keep track of this stuff, so I have no freaking idea. I'm really like 90-10 these days, 95-10, with the 90-95 being in the safe category, especially in the last year, which is so funny. Um, cause I totally get the tendency to go all in on like, well, we're not really buying clothes, but uh-huh. my skin can look great or my hair can look great or I can do, you know, like do makeup for zoom call, you know? Right. Um, but I really, I've always been a little bit of a split. Like I've certainly owned higher end beauty products, but in this past year, man, I am like, I should write a blog post about my drugstore favorites because I would say I have a couple higher end things in my rotation, but I'm like real there on the save. And every once in a while I'll be like, oh, I really want that. Like I'm with you. I think a higher end foundation is a really great way to spend your money. Um, a higher end lipstick can be like such a treat. I do think mm-hmm. eyeshadow palettes from, you know, like a Sephora as opposed to the drugstore often are a great way to spend your money. But like a mascara, I'll probably never in my life ever buy a non-drugstore mascara again because there's so many great options, right? Like I'm like, why would, that feels like a waste of money to me. Right. A lip gloss, there's so many great options. Eyebrow pencil, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Even my skincare, I found great. It's not all like available at Target, but I would say it's all in the drugstore realm. Get a lot of it at Ulta. Anyway, I have really dug in on the save part of it. But then like, see, here's, this, go ahead. I, I think I tend to be impulsive. Like, cause you had mentioned something like, I want that. Yeah. The, I, act on that I want that where I think you maybe like pause and think about it before you go and just like drop $20 on a lip balm or whatever. Here's the thing. I am much less likely to make an impulse online purchase than I am to make an impulse in-person purchase. Interesting. So because there's so little in-person shopping happening these days, you know, like if I'm in a Sephora and I see all this stuff and I want it, I'm much more likely to buy it than I am to add it to my cart. And See, that's what's it. funny about Megan, you guys. Like she'll go, I have 15 things in my cart right now. So she, she, if she wants something, she'll put it in her cart, but then she doesn't buy it. Me, I'm like, cart to purchase, done. Be here in two days. So, I mentioned that on Instagram and a lot of people were like, oh, I have carts full all over the internet, which I thought was really interesting. Sometimes just like adding it to the cart scratches the itch. And my husband and I have a shared uh, Amazon account. And I always like I'm constantly like clicking on links and adding them to my cart and then just leaving them there. And he'll go to check out with whatever he's ordering. He's like, do you need any of this stuff? (laughs) I don't even know what's in there. So, nope, I don't need any of it. Or he'll just like save it for later. So it's sitting down there. So it's funny to see like my last couple years of saved for later. (laughs) Right. Well, I think the problem, too, is that like I do so much online shopping on my phone and my credit cards are just connected to like my Nordstrom, my Sephora, sure. my, and boom, 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 just shop, 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 shop for things I don't typically always need. Let's talk groceries. Okay. I'm about 50-50, I think, in this, in this uh, scenario. We spend, and I say we, me, because I do the grocery shopping, I will splurge on 
organic produce and meat and poultry. Mm-hmm. Everything else, everything else, pantry staples, all that other crap. It could be store brand. Like I don't, I don't care. It's all the same to me. All like you don't have like a preferred peanut butter. Um. I mean, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not shopping peanut butters and looking like at uh comparing the prices of like one or the other. Right. I'm not like a brand name like junkie or anything. Yes, I have a preferred product most of the time, especially at the grocery store, but um where I spend the most bulk of our money is on the organic products, not organic pantry staples like I like pots, you're not buying organic. Is that no, anything? no, no. I'm sure. No, it is. it's mostly just on. It's meat just mostly and like produce. meats and produce. Yeah. Do you ever look at a grocery store ad? Uh, no, no. We we talked about old jobs, and I used to work at Ralph's, yeah. and every week I would look at the ads. But that was for the job, uh-huh. so I knew what was on sale for the customers. But oh, yeah. uh, but now, no, I don't. And I have a friend who would tell me that she would always look at the ads and then she would like run all over town to get like the best the best deal on chicken or the best deal on strawberries or the be- what and I just was like aren't you wasting money like driving around town money Probably. and time but so okay so there used to be a website called the grocery game and this was well it was when we lived in our old house so it was over 10 years ago that I was a member and I think you paid something like five bucks a month I don't remember for access to this website and they would take the weekly circulars and they would match them up with coupons from mm-hmm. that week and previous weeks and they would like show you like this is the stuff to buy and here's all the stuff you can get for free mm-hmm. and my friends and I were all in on the grocery game here's the problem you ended up with like 67 bottles of Heinz ketchup but there it like it was a game to me and it was fun but at some point I was like this my time is more valuable so I do look at the circulars they don't 100% guide my shopping but I'm like if strawberries are on sale this week hell yeah I'm buying strawberries as opposed to when they're eight dollars a pound or whatever strawberries cost you know sometimes the kids are like can we have grapes and like I'm not gonna be like no you can't have grapes but if the grapes are not even a little bit on sale sometimes I'm like no you can't have grapes okay I'm a su- <laughs> grapes are fruit. always freaking expensive they are <laughs> expensive and I get when they're not on sale I'm like you guys will eat that bag of grapes in a day and it just cost me ten dollars and I have to be like look I'd rather buy the bag of cuties that'll last us several days. Yeah. <laughs> it I adds about up. Okay, well, I have a question, though, because I see your note here. My note that we don't buy organic and I'm probably slowly poisoning my family because that's no. the truth. Oh, deals on meat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have... So you will shop the circulars for better prices on meat. Is this correct? Yeah, and we freeze it. Okay, so I have, like, that concept is foreign to me only like my in-laws will be like oh my god did you see that like prime rib is not even prime i don't ground beef is on sale for x amount of dollars and i'm like no i didn't because like that's not on my radar like i don't know what is a good price and a deal so i don't i definitely don't know it for every cut of meat we go through a ton of ground turkey in our house we don't Mm -hmm. really my daughter is uh, no longer a cow eater. Like, those are her words. She doesn't eat cow. So she doesn't eat red meat. So we've always been a ground turkey family. We do turkey burgers and we put it in our tacos and put it in our pasta sauces and whatever. And ground turkey in my grocery store is about $6 a pound, except it's frequently on sale for $2.99 a pound. And so when I see it, I buy like five of them and toss them in the freezer and then just pull them out and defrost them for whatever we're going to use. Um, I want You have a note here about cereal. Cereal's expensive, guys. So 
I find cereal at full price to be highway robbery. Six or seven dollars for a box of cereal is outrageous. And my family eats so much cereal. My kids and my husband are cereal people. They eat a lot of cereal. So when we right now, I was just looking, we have like nine boxes of cereal in our pantry because when cereal is on sale, I buy a lot. And then I just went to Costco. So there's like one cereal my husband likes that is outrageously expensive for a tiny box in the grocery store, but fairly well priced at Costco. Quaker granola um and so we have like costco zeros there's probably honestly like eight to ten boxes of cereal because when it's on sale we stock up all right throw it back to fashion which we were talking about earlier in the podcast splurge or steal mostly steal i say begrudgingly <laughs> look guys if you're watching the video let me see if i can show you all all that mostly old navy and target uh-huh um, I I long to be like not always wearing fast fashion. If you guys don't know what fast fashion is, I don't even have the uh, definition. I mean, of it's it. kind of designed to be disposable, right? Like it's right. made inexpensively, it's sold inexpensively, and it's not meant to be an investment piece. Right. I there's part of me that really wants like it's not that I want to throw a ton of money down for clothing. Right. I just want to feel good in it. And sometimes I feel that the stuff I pick up at Old Navy or Target or whatever, I don't feel good in. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's the clothes. It's likely me and my insecurities. So, um I don't know. I uh, you know how like you shop to feel better sometimes? At least I do. Sure. And um that's why it's it's accessible, you know, Target, Old Navy. Those are accessible areas where I can shop for. I do wish I had a more curated, beautiful collection of clothes. I just don't. I do, too. And I would love to be a more sustainable shopper. Mm-hmm. The reality is that where I am in my life right now, like the kind of stuff that I wear, first of all, like this is an Old Navy sweater. It's lasted me. I've had this for two years. Like <laughs> not all fast fashion is disposable. But I, you know, I don't know when it comes to investment pieces, like I wear a lot of t-shirts. Does anybody buy a t-shirt investment piece when I find like they get stretched out, they get stained, they get holes from where, you know, your jean pokey part like sticks in the stuff. Every single one. Like, why am I going to buy an expensive t-shirt when that's right. going to happen? Yeah. Um, like I'm looking through here too. And like, I don't know, are people really buying like investment sweatshirts? <laughs> like this is my old Navy. Oh, this is, excuse me. Excuse me. This is a departure from the norm. This is an American Eagle sweatshirt. Oh, for me, shoes. I, I can't buy cheap shoes. My feet hurt so bad if they are in a poor quality pair of shoes. So it's not that I'm like trying to buy like a name brand shoe. I just need to buy a quality shoe. I I put a comment here that pretty much any like nice clothing or accessory item I have was a gift. (laughs) Every once in a while I have a nice thing. I'm like, oh yeah, my mom bought it. (laughs) I mean, that's nice. That's great. It is nice. I love it. And I'm like always happy to have it. And I'm happy like (laughs) that she did it because I just, I feel a lot of guilt spending money on clothes. It's well, like hard for me to spend like $100 on one item. I'm like, do you know what I could do at Old Navy with $100? I know. I hear you. Um, I've gotten some really nice gifts in the, um, in the form of like handbags and stuff yeah. like that. And I just could not bring myself to purchase like a Louis Vuitton bag for X amount of dollars. Like, I just can't. I couldn't either to buy it for myself, but I'm yeah. thrilled to get one for a gift. Me too, for <laughs> sure. Okay, travel. This is kind of where we align. <laughs> oh, really? Why are you laughing? I don't... I mean, you guys travel a lot. So, like, non-pandemic times, you guys travel yeah. a lot. So, do you always splurge when you guys travel? 
my desire is always to splurge. So mm-hmm. no, we don't always. I'm definitely mm-hmm. like so we're not I'm not brand loyal when it comes to airlines because I will look for the best rate on the best route. I'm not like I'm Delta loyal because I want those points. No, mm-hmm. I'm gonna find the best rate. And sometimes that means going to a slightly farther away airport, like not going to the super convenient Orange County airport. Right. Um but my heart is in upgraded travel. My heart is in a nice hotel. My heart is in an upgraded airline ticket. Like, I will be honest, I could upgrade one area of my life permanently. It would be that I never flew coach again. Flying is so miserable. (laughs) And once you've flown in business class, I'm sorry. It is not the same. (laughs) I know. My husband, so he used to travel a lot, a lot of international travel and his company would pay for it. And it would always be business or first class. Like we're talking extended seats that lay down Mm -hmm. flat, Mm -hmm. the service that you get with that. And I would feel so jealous. I would have FOMO. (laughs) I want that experience when I fly every single time. And it is our 20th wedding anniversary this summer. We are talking about taking a trip and I was looking at business first class and he's like who do you think you are and I was like dude first of all it's our 20th wedding anniversary Uh like let's live it up second we haven't gone anywhere in a a year plus like let's make it feel special like Mm -hmm. I want to feel special I'm sorry and then in terms of hotels I like a nicer hotel me too I'm a super hotel snob I'm sorry I just am I it, it doesn't even have to be, like, super fancy. I just want it to be nice. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I feel relaxed and yeah. some sort of luxury. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be, like, luxurious, you know? Well, and it for us, it depends on the kind of trip. So we went to, for example, we went to Hawaii a couple of years ago. We were actually there a couple of weeks before you guys were there in the same hotel. And we got there and they offered us the opportunity to upgrade. And my husband's like, yep. Like, he, it didn't even, like, he, I don't even think he thought about how much money it cost. Mm-hmm. He was like, yep, mm-hmm. let's do it. But the next summer, we took a 11-day, 2,000-mile road trip. And the hotels we stayed in were very, like, mid-range because we were only there. Like, we were driving in and driving out the next morning. Now, I was very careful to book places that looked, like, comfortable and nice. But I wasn't booking places that had, like, the amazing amenities because we weren't going to be able to take advantage of them i was like give me a free breakfast that we can grab before we hit the road totally guys she stayed at a christmas themed hotel we did (laughs) we did we'll drop the links in the show notes that was a fun experience uh we kind of planned like part of our road trip around staying at the year-round christmas hotel um but there was one stop on that trip that i had booked like a real real budget hotel like pickings were slim and we got there and there was a hotel in this area that my husband had but wanting to stay in for years. And he goes, no, we're, we're changing locations. <laughs> like he, and that was the one time that it happened. He's like, we're not staying here. We are not staying. And it happened to be the absolute worst. Not because it was cheap. It was just not like there were a lot of not great things about it. He was like, nope, we're not staying here. And we made like a game time decision. Um, but yeah. Burned out of the parking lot. Really, really. In our <laughs> rental minivan. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with Megan Wendy approved. And my item is a steal. Awesome. We have a long podcast. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. What is making me so burpy today? I don't know. (laughs) 
All right, guys, it's time for Megan and Wendy approved. Hoodie's coming soon. <laughs> yes. Let's keep an eye on our website. Okay, what you got? Oh, me first? Yeah. Okay, mine is the... And I'm holding it up in the video here. It looks like a spaceship. It is the Dash electric egg cooker. You put your eggs in, you put the lid on, it cooks your eggs to like hard boiled eggs, like in 10 minutes. Do you like a hard boiled egg? My husband eats them every single day. Ah. And making, I know making hard boiled eggs is an easy task, but it's can go real sideways real quick if you're making them like, you know, on the stove in the in a pot of boiling water what so that's how i make them yeah well yeah i mean everybody makes them that way but like okay so but my husband eats them like every single day probably two a day so then i was like i don't want to make hard-boiled eggs every other day so i was buying at the store hard-boiled eggs Uh that you could trader joe's has them most grocery stores have them and i was checking out one day and the and the guys like the checker guys like stop spending money on this (laughs) he's like get yourself a dash egg cooker and I did. And he influenced me to get mine. And I bought it for my husband for Christmas. Oh, I love I that. Like, I was like, here you go. You can make your eggs. I don't even use it. He uses it. But yeah, it's pretty cool. And then when it's done, it plays like a little song. Ding, ding, ding. And I, always, I always go, "What? whose phone is that? Like, it's, it's always the egg maker. So... Well, the Dash brand also makes those fun little waffle makers with all the designs. Yeah, but I get like a holiday one. I have a holiday one. They have a lot of really, really cute items. And um, this is actually on sale at Target right now. Like $14.99 is super cheap. It's like $19.99 on Amazon. but um, And it comes in a variety of colors. Very cute. All right, friends. I got a curling iron. And (laughs) I was... I don't know what it was that made me think about this the other day, but I was like, I, why have I never shared that? Because I love this thing. This is a Con Air curling iron. And if you can't see it, it's white and rose gold. And this is actually the second one of these I've owned. So I originally bought this exact curling iron two years ago. We went to Ireland and I needed a dual voltage curling iron because you can't just plug a regular, if it's not dual voltage, even if you have the voltage adapter. I don't know. I was very concerned about the whole process. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, I've totally started a fire in a hotel room from, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm terrified of fire and electricity, guys. Terrified. Electricity scares me. So I went on the hunt for a dual voltage curling iron. And lo and behold, I found a $13 cur- curling iron at Target that was dual voltage. And it's awesome. Now, three months ago, it just stopped working completely. So it lasted me about two years and then it died. So I wonder if, like, maybe... I don't know, something. I Part of me is like, oh, I bet it was the, the, I bet it that, was the trip. <laughs> that trip fried it inside somehow. <laughs> that like Ireland voltage killed it. Anyway, two years for a $13 curling iron. I'm all in because I'm not spending $150 on a curling iron. I've seen the T3. I'm not going to do it, guys. I refuse. I'd rather buy a new curling iron every two years. I'm sorry. I think this one will last me longer than that. But I immediately went back out and repurchased it. This, repurchased it. They sell it at Target. It's like the price varies. It's between $13 and $15. They have different sizes. This is the one and a quarter inch, which I like. I got some loose waves happening here, but I can do like bigger waves. If you've seen a curl in my hair ever on Instagram, it's from this curling iron. I swear we have a video where you curled your hair. We do. We'll link it below with this curling iron. Uh Um, It has like a heat adjustment from one to 30 and then it has a turbo button. I don't know what the turbo button does. 
that I always, or power, I don't know what it's called, but I always turn it on. Like I always amp it up. Give me all the heat for my hair. I love it. I actually have this exact same brand of flat iron that was also under $20 because oddly my flat iron that I'd had for like 10 years died in the same week that my curling iron died. All the electronics (laughs) just jumped ship. And I was like, I'm not spending. Here we go. Not spending $100 on a flat iron. So I found the sister flat iron to this curling iron and it's been great. We'll link that one as well. What does the rose gold do? Or is that just I think for, honestly to be pretty? Have you ever seen the T3 design that I think it's supposed to look like that? I'm, I think that's I think it's in Hawkoff. I mean, um, now that we're talking about it, I'm sure we'll be in my Instagram feed yep. today sometime. <laughs> yep. Um, they do sell it at Costco sometimes, speaking uh-huh. of Costco. But again, I, I can't bring myself. And guys, I like I care about my hair. I do my hair all the time. But I love this guy. Hey, hot tip about Costco. You can purchase things from their website without being a member. We have we have a uh, blog post all about it. It's been a long one today. It has been a long one. Thanks for hanging in there. Uh, again, if you are not a Patreon subscriber, you can get this full episode on video by heading to patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. This is available at the $5 level. Five bucks, guys. And you're going to get some other stuff in there as well. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday discussing Kid 90, the Soleil Moon Fry Hulu documentary. So if you haven't watched that, do it so you can listen along with us or just listen anyway and you'll hear our thoughts. And until then, have a great week, guys. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>